Welcome to Donnacloney Parish Podcast. If you want to know more information about the parish, how to support us, or for other social media, please go to www.donnacloneyparish.co.uk. Thank you. Tonight, O oh Lord, we continue in our series of the creed. And in our creed, we read that he suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. Give us understanding of your word, O oh Lord. Let our life give praise and glory to you for the redemption work on the cross. For in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we read earlier on from Mark chapter 15, verse 21 to verse 47. And our Bible reading tonight chronicled the event of Jesus' crucifixion, his death, and his burial. And also from the creed which we read tonight, it captured the same thought, but how about our life as Christians? Does our life, our way of living, does it reflect the sacrifice paid for our sin? The writer of Mark Gospel gave us detailed historical record of the death of Jesus. He did this so that everyone would believe that it is true. It is not a make-up story. And tonight I want you to see with me in chapter 15. If you have not closed your Bible, and if you have closed it, please open your Bible again with me to Mark chapter 15. Mark chapter 15, let's see, verse 21, the opening part of the Bible reading for tonight. Mark wrote, A certain man from Cyrene, Simon the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and the first aim to carry the cross. Right from the 21st verse, Mark started mentioning names. Simon, the father of Alexander, and Rufus. So we know Simon, we had Alexander Rufus. He told us where he was coming from. He told us where he is originally from, from Cyrene. And they forced him to carry the cross. But by mentioning names, time, and places where the event occurred, Mark tries to prove beyond reasonable doubt that the event of Jesus' death did happen. In verse 24, And they crucified him. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. Verse 24, Jesus was brought to Golgotha. And Mark recorded that they crucified him. He told us that it was the third hour when they crucified him. Detailing the exact hour when this was done. And in the light of the details provided by Mark, let us examine a question and my first sermon point tonight. Why did Jesus have to die? From our study of the creed in the past weeks, 
we have learned to believe in God Almighty, we have also learned to believe and trust in Jesus Christ, his only son. But at Golgotha, on the cross, Jesus was crucified. Why did Jesus have to die? Folks at home and those that are here tonight, you will agree with me that there are several reasons for doing different things and for doing it differently. There are several reasons for doing different things and for doing it differently. And there are some homes where men help out in the kitchen, not because they want to, but because they have to. A man said to me one day that my marriage is a perfect marriage. My home is a peaceful home because I just do as I am told. Is that the same thing with you? See, Jesus' death is not because he was told to do so. No, it was born out of love and desire to save us from the grave consequence of sin. It is not about I do it because I'm told to do so. No. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life and out of love, Jesus died to rescue us from that death. We deserve to die. Why did Jesus die? Jesus died because of the love that he has for us. See what John said in John chapter 3 verse 16. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. John is not the only one that saw this. Isaiah reflected on it from Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. He said, but it was pierced for our transgressions. It was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we, we are healed. A life giver gave his life so that we might live. Every year, on the 14th day of June is World Blood Donor Day. Maybe you know that already. But one thing probably you don't know is that my dad used to be a blood donor. And it is great to hear about the good work of other uh, um, organ donors like the kidney donor Northern Ireland. I think it is an honor to see people trying to help other people, trying to save life. For those involved in these works, we cannot but thank you enough. But wait a minute. We all know as well that blood donation is a yearly event. Something we need to realize and know today is that Jesus' sacrifice by his blood shed on the cross is one perfect oblation for sin, a perfect Remission for our sin. Doesn't need to shed that blood every time. No. Why did Jesus die? 
The greatest need of man is salvation. And Jesus knew that. He knew that we can be saved by nothing else except someone paid the price of sin. It is a heavy price to pay. Jesus laid down his life so that you and I, so that we may live. And as Peter, an apostle of Christ, put it in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. 1 Peter 3, 18, Peter wrote, he said, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. Do you see that? 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. The righteous died for the unrighteous to bring you to God. You see why Jesus died? Here is the answer to our first summon point question. Why did Jesus have to die? It is to bring you and I to God. It is to reconcile us back to God. It is to give us life. When we are made alive like him in eternity. And that famous evangelist, Billy Graham, put it this way. He said, for the believer, there is hope beyond the grave. Because Jesus Christ has opened the door to heaven. For by his death, for us, by his death and resurrection. But everything we're talking about. After knowing the reason why Jesus died, it is important to know, it is important to know that for us to receive this life that we're talking about, we need to believe in him. And from our study in Mark chapter 15, it is not surprising to see that not everybody will believe in Jesus. Not Everybody would believe in the salvation offered to us by Jesus' death, as we are reading, like the chief priest. See in verse 31, Mark chapter 15, verse 31, see what happens to the chief priest. They mocked him and they said, he saved others. They said, but he cannot save himself. That is what some people said. After all that they see, they mocked him. Jesus is the Savior. His concern is about saving other people. His death is the price paid for our sin. But today, the world continues to reject Jesus. And when they continue to do that, it means they are mocking him just as the chief priest. It means we are nailing him to the cross the second time. As we read in our creed, if we believe in God Almighty, if we believe in Jesus as his son, then we need to believe that he was crucified, died, and was buried for the sole purpose of giving you and myself eternal life. 
Now, let's continue in our study from Mark chapter 15. As we continue, see with me in verse 33. Mark tells us more about the agony of death, the rejection of the Father, and the perfection of love. We see that from verse 33 on to verse 41. We see the agony of death, the rejection of the Father, and the perfection of love. I have been privileged to be part of people's journey in so many ways. Offering pastoral support and care to people, and I must admit, I love to do it. I really do. I love to do this. So feel free to talk to me if you, have any kind, if you need any kind of pastoral support. That is why I'm here. But the most emotional one for me is whenever I'm part of people's life, when they are at the end of life, the pastoral care for people nearing end of life. It is not always easy for the families. It's not easy for the loved ones. But when we read these verses about how Jesus died, it should call us to do something. Jesus carried the weight of sin. And at the ninth hour, verse 34, he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And see what happened. Out of unbelief and a blind spiritual sight, some people said in verse 35, he says, when some of those standing near heard this, they said, listen, he's calling Elijah. And don't forget, why did Jesus come? Jesus came so that the blind may see. But many people are still living in darkness by not believing in the death of Jesus, by not believing in Jesus Christ, by not believing that he died for their sin. And with a loud cry, verse 37, Jesus breathed. Is last. There is something I want you to take home tonight. I want you to always remember these two sentences in the Bible. Jesus wept. And Jesus breathed his life. Those two sentences, take it with you. Jesus wept not for Lazarus, but for my unbelief. For my unbelief, he wept, and Jesus died, not for himself, but for my sin. Do we have the same thoughts tonight? As I finish, let us consider briefly my final point. When it's all been said and done, when we've heard about why Jesus died, what is the significance of his death? Read with me from verse 38 to verse 39. The Bible says, The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus heard his cry and saw how he died, he said, Surely this man was the son of God. The death of Jesus prompted a positive response by the centurion. Likewise, 
our study in the last two weeks as we studied the creed and our study about who God is, why we should believe in him, who is Jesus, why we should believe in him, and tonight, why did Jesus die, and what is the significance of his death? All these is meant to prompt us, just as this centurion, to believe in Jesus. Mark chapter 16, verse 16 says, Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. Paul and Silas said to the jailer in Acts chapter 16 verse 31, they said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And what is the testimony of Jesus himself? In John chapter 10 verse 10b, it said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus has come to deliver us. He has come to save us from our sin. And he had died to pay the price for the consequence of our sin. So for us tonight, the significance of his death is to bring us back to God. To reconcile us back to God. As we learned last week, it is to believe in Jesus. And believing in Jesus is to belong to him. Romans chapter 1 verse 6. To believe in Jesus is to belong to him. The count of Jesus' death, as we read from Mark chapter 15, the count of his burial was concluded in the later part of our reading. His body was brought down from the tree by Joseph of Arimathea, verse 42 to 45. And his body was laid in a tomb cut out of rock. Then a stone was rolled against the entrance of the tomb, verse 46 to 47. You probably think that is the end of the story. But here's another story I want to tell you. A story you'll not find in the Bible. But the story points beyond itself. It points to what happened in Mark chapter 15 that we just read together. In 1772, an English poet and an Anglican clergyman, John Newton, wrote some words about his experience when he was forced to serve as a sailor in the Royal Navy for a period. He was involved in the Atlantic slave trade. And in, 19, in 1748, a violent storm battered his vessel off the coast of County Donegal. That is familiar to us. County Donegal in Ireland so, so severely that he called out to God for mercy. And this moment marked his spiritual conversion. In 1779, his words that he wrote some years ago were published as a Christian hymn. And today, it has become one of the most popular songs in history. John Newton wrote, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, 
found, was blind, I mean was blind, but now I see. John cried for mercy to God, who alone can rescue. He cried to God, who alone can save. Shall we do that tonight? Shall we cry to God for mercy, believe in him and belong to him? Jesus died and was buried, not for his own sin, but for my sin. He died and was buried to save me and to reconcile me back to God so that I might live eternally with him. Listen to those words again. Listen to the words of our sermon topic again. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. Let us pray. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you because on the cross we receive mercy. We thank you because we receive forgiveness because of your death. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you help us to live our life to reflect what you have done for us and help us to be thankful for the price which you paid. I ask all this in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Donnacony Parish podcast. We're happy for this teaching to be shared for the advancement of gospel work and to help make disciples. For information about Donnacony Parish, please check out our website www.donnaclonyparish.com c-l-o-n-e-y-p-a-r-i-s-h dot co dot uk or find us on social media.